As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, everyone. This is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Let's learn about all of it and then some. Listen to Grown Up Stuff How to Adult on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Grown Up Stuff. Grown Up Stuff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about purpose or gifts. If you have a gift, leave with your gift. And don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My guest is actor, comedian, and social activist, Earthquake. He has built a strong fan base in stand-up comedy with numerous sold-out shows, film and TV appearances, and comedy specials. He has recurred, guest-starred, appeared on numerous popular shows, including the CBS sitcom The Neighborhood. Earthquake also hosts the radio show Quake's House on Sirius XM Radio, Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud radio channel, 96. But he's on the show because you can catch Earthquake in his standalone headlining comedy special, Chappelle's home team, Earthquake Legendary, streaming right now on Netflix. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, the one and only Earthquake. Hey, how you doing, brother? Brother, brother. Well, you know, some man, Earthquake, um, first of all, um, I can I can start now and talk about the comedy special that that's right now streaming on Netflix. And when I saw it, it featured in the um, trade magazines. I didn't know that the special had already been taped last summer. So talk about the sequence of how that happened, and then it was announced coming out in the spring. Um, I got a call from my agent, and um, she said the president of uh, comedy for Netflix wanted my number so he can give it to Dave because Dave and Netflix has came to a verbal agreement uh, to produce my special. And I said, sure. I thought it was a, a prank. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, you know, I said, sure. And then about 10 minutes later, uh, Dave called me and said he wanted to uh, produce my special. So that's how it came to uh, fruition. Cool. Now, when you look at your career, I can, um, you know, my career, I was a personal relationship. Dave, Dave describes a personal story about you uh, at this comedy club. My personal story, I met you at your comedy club. And uh, when uh, I would just tell y'all, he wove me out, <laughs> took me out, let me know this is Quake's house in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> had me go back to my hotel room. 
looking at my little comedy routine, maturing it, rewriting jokes. But he was just doing what he was doing because I'd heard about him. I walked in there with my credits because see, Dave Chappelle, man, he said it right, man. You are legendary, man, and you're funny, but you're a good brother at heart. That heart, you know, because it's all it, it's like um, meeting the Jerry Rice at wide receiver. If you're wide receiver coming in, you look over there, you see earthquake, you go, you can walk around and ignore him, but in a minute, if you ignore him, he's gonna let you know who he was, who he is. That's what happened to me at his comedy club. I knew who he was, but I ignored him till he got on stage before me, and then I had to show the respect. But that's been a testament of your entire career, that people who may not know you, but after they see you, they know you the real deal. Correct, Earthquake? Yes, I mean, because I just believe let the work speak for itself. If nothing else, I always felt in our profession that stage is an equalizer. The credits can get you applause in the beginning, and but uh, the jokes, the work, you can tell who works on their craft and who's in our craft um, deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. And I took that so, I, I always concentrated on the work, Rashawn. The work mm-hmm. speaks for itself. Now, um, one of my, I'll tell you something, one of my all-time favorite jokes, man, you did was uh, the dog doing the O.J. Simpson trial. But <laughs> 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 it, it, It's the ability to take abstract characters, bring them like, like they're actually real. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, no dog can't talk. Now, dog can't talk. But you, we believe in this dog can talk based on you. Right. What What is the sequence of it? Just listen to people because I know it's a stand-up comedy, comic. At one point, you're just trying to be funny. And then at some point, mm-hmm. it's just like a, a college degree. It's like class. Two plus two equals four. You learn to sequence things together, and you're just funny. And you know how to make things funny. How do you look at the world through the eyes of Earthquake? Um... It's a, it's my tag. These ain't jokes. I think I, I, it starts from reality or realistic. To me, I tell people every time they ask me how you do it. I say it's like it's just like being in the hood, man. It's a it's the truth that blum that blossom into a big lie. Right, man. I was fighting this one dude, man. And then by the time it get to you, Rashawn, man, I was fighting 19 on you. And I slammed one underneath the door, and there was two other came, and then mama came over, and I slapped him, mama. He was fighting one dude, and it lasts for one second. But by the time it got back, got to you, Rashawn, it was 19 dudes. You had uh, this arm for them with, with that had guns. The other dude had a knife. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my philosophy. It always starts from a grain from the original foundation of the truth. That's why I say these ain't jokes. That's where it comes from. These right. ain't jokes. Right. You know, as a, as a stand-up comic, man, it is really um, an interesting craft. It's a very lonely craft. A lot of people think that, you know, as a stand-up, you're happy all the time. You know, you, you run around just making everybody laugh. But really, can you explain to people the world of a stand-up comedian from a standpoint of how we have to, how we see things which sometimes is good and bad because sometimes we see too much. Well, I tell anybody, if you if you don't like yourself, this ain't the profession for you. Mm-hmm. 
If you don't, because you're going to spend a lot of time with yourself. It's like golf, man. Can't nobody else walk these, uh, walk these greens but you. Um, and, but it's such rewarding, man. Rashawn, yes. it's a rewarding uh, profession just to see these people. Because I look at people, we're, we're mental health providers yes, sir. um and we, we we especially for our community we change perspective of our people because you know when you had your club and everything they coming in mad as i don't know what with the weight of the world on them in one profession and this only profession unlike music or anything else anything else out here we need the undivided attention yes so you got to get the <laughs> undivided attention then break through all that and mm. then get them to do something they can't get themselves to do. That's laugh. Right. That's a hell of a <laughs> hell of an obstacle, man. Especially for our people. They sit in the front mad. Money wasn't right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I used when I own my club, I said, listen, mm. man, please be nice to these people coming in here. Because you're making the comics job even worse. I mean, please, with the way you serve, the way you give them a ticket, you make the show. I, I used to tell my staff all the time, you're just as important as the comedians because if you set the tone there, then they'll open themselves up right, to right. be entertained. Right, right. So it's the hardest profet- um, profession in the world, but the most Rewarding. Um, fulfilling. Mm-hmm. We know, like, uh, the word sold out. I'm talking about audiences. Yes. Audiences. You know, they. you know Earthquake. They come in there to see you. Talk to everybody and tell them that feeling of knowing that you look out there, because we always peek behind the curtain. Or we always ask the people, how's it looking out there? And they say, and the seat left, dog, sold out, brother. We've added the show. Talk about that feeling, man. Um, it's the best feeling second to having your child. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's validation. People actually took their hard-earned money, stopped doing what they doing, and came and said, I am spending this money to come see you. Right. There, I mean, the gratitude, I mean, the achievement. And as a comic, I tell um, comedians all the time, and I learned this from you and uh, from you and Steve, that shows that you actually matters in our profession. When you can put your name on a marquee or a billboard or a sign and people stop and say, hey, I'm coming to see Rashawn McDonald. Give me two tickets. You got any? And then they say, nah, we don't have no more. And they ain't going to cry. Come on, let's go here early. Nah, we got time. We got time. And they out there, They can't get no ticket to see you. And you, it's just the most gratifying thing in the world. It is. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. You know, the thing, uh, I, 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 I follow your, your social media. And, um, you know, we all want numbers. We always want to engage in everything. But your social media is almost like social commentary. That's why I added the word social activist in your introduction. Because you do a running commentary, I feel, with your social media, by videos that you post, pictures that you find, talk about your approach to social media and how you are defining your voice or finding your voice 
in your social post? Well, you know, some of the most educated people in the world don't have the don't have. How can I put this? The uh, the prestige diplomas or degrees to back up their education. So I, I met some of the smartest people that never went to school. They was the most intelligent people in my life. And, and um, simplicity has always been great for me. Just keep it simple. And to get to the point that you ask me about, I just talk about what everybody else thinking because <laughs> all you have to do, you know what I mean? No, <laughs> Eric, don't don't say that, me. man. You be, I, I'm telling you something, man. I'll be looking at what you be saying. I go, I never saw that. This boy is, and you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the comedy world, if somebody call you a fool, that's actually a major compliment. I said, this boy a fool. This boy crazy, which is another compliment. Because now we're in a uh, PC world. You know, you got to explain stuff. We're using the word crazy and fool and all that stuff. You got to explain. That's a positive in the comedy world. And you are doing stuff, man, because, you know, you look at it and it's work. A lot of people think that posting or grabbing ideas is, is so he just found that somewhere. That's a lot of work. Yes, it's a lot of research. Shout out to my team. Um, we go through it. Her name is uh, Star. She's one of the greatest uh, person that handles my thing for me. We sit down. She knows my voice. Yes. I, of course, know my voice. Mm -hmm. And together, we uh, we uh, we get together and say, this is the, the, the direction I want to go. And we see different things and we do research. <laughs> and we're like, this is... Put this out here. Can you believe this? Yes. Can you believe this person is doing this? Yes. Showing out. And, you know, to get that reaction, everybody, like, where did And so many people are like, where did you find that? Right, it's a right. Lot of I, I love it, man. I, I I love it, and it was one of the reasons, you know. I, you know, I wanted to make sure I interviewed you on my platform, Money Making Conversation Masterclass, because a lot of people see talent like you. They see the end results. They don't see the work. They think that you stop working. They think that you just focused on this. But really, it's a three sixty that you're doing. Like I said, you're an actor, you're a comedian, you're a social activist, which means that you're an influencer in social media, and then also you have a radio show which means you, you're able to communicate. Tell us about your radio show. Are you able to take phone calls? Do you play music? What is your radio show? Um, no, my show is called Quake House, and it's kind of like the comedian's view. Uh, we, do, we deal with hot topics, different segments, and uh, we do have guests that comes on um, periodically. Um, A-list guests is in our interview. And what I want to do, like I've always done in my career, is whatever I have achieved in my career, I try to have a platform to bring the next comedian up or nothing else. But if, if I can't help the next comedian expand our genre, right. that people know how great this profession is. I think personally speaking, don't too many of us give back to the genre this right. is this would allow you to be this movie star this game show host this this uh talk show this movie star this tv star just do something that allow you know your name to um to expand the genre for the next person such as yourself can um capitalize on it and make it you know expand i'd say you don't have to help me help whoever you think is funny 
And if you help them, it'll span the genre and eventually it'll come back to me because if they think you're funny, wait till long, uh, long <laughs> till they get to see me. And that has <laughs> always been my attitude. Yes. Now, the, the, the interesting thing about it is that when we look at the, the, the comedy special that you did, you know, it's always fun to me because I think I know somebody. I didn't know you from D.C., you know, because I met you in Atlanta. Yes. I thought you were Atlanta born and bred. I thought that was your whole hood was from Atlanta. People loved you in Atlanta. So how did you make the journey from D.C. to Atlanta? And then Atlanta basically became, to me, your your home, your voice. Um, well, I was in the military for nine years and mm-hmm. I wanted to do 20 years, but the war broke out. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I said, I don't mind practicing for war, but um, <laughs> I ain't fighting for real. I'm going to stay in D.C. to get shot at. <laughs> so, you know, getting out the military, mm-hmm. I didn't want to go back home from D.C. I've been in the military. Wasn't nothing there. Opportunity, I felt for me, but illegal pharmaceuticals. So I turned on, you know, I watch a lot of TV, different educational shows, mostly like <laughs> CNN and stuff. And you know how you see the poll? They always got polls. And one of the polls, what is the best top five city that black men should go for the best advantage in their life? Uh-huh. And they had Atlanta, number one. I mm-hmm. said, well, that's where I'm going. So I got out the military, went to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and um, went on stage, and... Um, just start doing comedy. Uh, okay, quick, come on down. Athlete. Come on down. First of all, you you say you saw a poll saying the black 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 best city for black people to go to was Atlanta. You go to Atlanta, and you just go on stage. You didn't just go to another so. comedy club, well, see some comics, or what? Well, no, I mean I was when I was in the military. I knew I was. Um, I had to do something else, and they used to have the USO. Right. Tour, uh-huh. you know, stuff in there. And I find, you know, they used to call me skating quake. Well, skating stroke. Not anything to get out of work. You know, I used to be a Paul Berryman, honor guard, <laughs> anything to get out of work, man. So I did a little hosting in there in the military. And you couldn't talk about sex. You couldn't talk about religion. I mean, you had to be Bob Hope. So I was, I learned from there. So when I got out the military, I went on and I took this girl to a comedy club. And when I tell you, this chick was, I mean, Rashawn, she was all on the floor. And I, I said, I said, if you want to sleep with this dude, just say you want to sleep with him. But he ain't all that. Are you just jealous? I said, I ain't jealous, but I mean, he's funny, but that ain't the funniest thing I ever heard. So she said, "Will you do better?" And of course, I went and tried, and uh-huh. nothing has came. It's been that way ever since. Wow. Nothing better has came in my life. Wow. So it wasn't no epiphany. It was no plan. It was just what I tell everybody: it was that best decision that day, and another uh, better decision hasn't came this way. We'll be right back with more money making conversations masterclass with Rushan McDonald. Hey, everyone, this is Molly and Matt, and we're the hosts of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult, a podcast from Ruby Studio and iHeart Podcasts. It's a show dedicated to helping you figure out the trickiest parts of adulting. Like how to start planning for retirement, creating a healthy skincare routine, understanding when and how much to tip someone, and so much more. Here's a clip from an upcoming episode featuring the weekly home checks, Keyshawn Lane, that you won't want to miss. 
also a common mistake that a lot of people do. They use fabric softener when it's not so great for your clothes. Should we never be using fabric softener? No, you should not ever be using oh. fabric softener. Oh. It leaves a deposit on our clothes, which is also left in the machine. And it also makes the clothes highly flammable. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. What you want to do instead is just use a quarter cup of vinegar. And that'll make them softer? That'll make them softer. And if you wanted some kind of scent, you can use essential oils. Wow, wow, wow. Catch new episodes of Grown Up Stuff How to Adult every other Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown Up Stuff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Well, you know, they tell me that uh, podcast is the number one, the fastest growing industry, audible industry out there. I know you got serious XM. Are you going to do podcasts? No, I mean, I'm, I'm real good with my radio show. I really want to continue that, man. I, I really learned from y'all about it. Mm-hmm. I love radio. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think I'm going to jump onto the podcast unless they offer me a lot of money. Okay, cool. Well, I, the, 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 well, I think that's going to come your way, okay? <laughs> you, you know, when I get close to the mic, I'm looking at you now. I'm looking at you because you're a special talent, mm-hmm. man. You're, you're an individual. I guess I got to at least ask you this course. Where did Earthquake come from? Where did the name Earthquake come from? Um... To be quite honest with you, man, I use earthquake because in case, you know, she was right that I wasn't funny. I didn't want to mess up my good name. Okay. So, <laughs> so this, this didn't work. So I'm like, hey, earthquake. I'm like, hey, man, my name Nathaniel. I earthquake. When you the comedian that got booed? Nah, man, I never do no comedy, man. My name Nathaniel Stormers. People keep coming up here and say some dude was right here. But no, that wasn't me. So it came from the insecurity, not having the belief that maybe, you know, if this, if this did, hit the bricks, you would say, or go astray, 
I wouldn't mess up my good name. Well, you know, the, so what is the future for Earthquake, man? Because it took me forever to line up this interview. You had, you had radio shows, you had tour dates, you had interviews. So obviously life is beautiful for you, for you right now, but we know there's always more. What is the future for Earthquake? Well, I'm, I'm finally um, going to um, go on my own personal own tour called Earthquake Legendary Tour. Wow. Um, yes, I'm developing my own TV show. Okay. I'm going to do, do more movies. Okay. And um, I, I, I'm going to stay on the radio, God's will. And then, you know, I'm going, you know, I, I'm going to continue the tour. I love comedy. Stand-up comedy is great for me. I mm-hmm. never want to leave it. I think, I tell people all the time, comedy is like a woman. You, you can take a break from her, but you can never leave her. Mm-hmm. If you leave her, you ain't going to never get her back. So I vow that I will always do this, and I love it. It's mm-hmm. so refreshing. So the me is a tour starts in um, July, and uh, we're doing 40, uh, 40, 25 to 30 cities, me and Donnell Rollins. And, um, very funny. That's the immediate thing. Yeah, very funny, brother. And um, I'm going to drop another tour, or, I mean, another special Netflix next year. Wow. So w- the venues are the comedy club, the small 2,000, 3,000 seaters? No, we're doing 5,000 seaters. Wow. We, um, that's that's a tour, brother. You're stepping seaters. out then. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay, Mr. Sir. Mr. Sir. You start talking yeah, about 5,000 seats, brother. Come on now. Yeah, Come on now. Well, we, we're at two or three now. We're at two or three. So with the blessing of God with you know mm-hmm. the response that I've got from my special has made uh, tell me about that response man first of all let me give you my response first you know because I, I, I text you a picture of me watching it you know let you yes, know yes, you off my screen okay I'm watching you brother you are what you say you are legendary uh, my take was man that because um, my this I always tell people when you know something funny because my wife was in the kitchen you know cooking all right and then i'm just laughing laughing and then next thing you know she's leaning behind my back right i said who that you watch an earthquake next thing you know she next to me watching and laughing i go what happened to the cooking oh that can wait that can wait see <laughs> see see that see i took somebody who wasn't even interested and what was going on? Because she was cooking. You know, when she one of those people, you can't talk and you can't talk to her while she's cooking. All right. She one of those people. Can't you see I'm cooking? Okay, babe, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna slide in here and watch Earthquake by myself, okay? Then I'm laughing. Then she behind me, just standing. He funny. I look back at her, don't say nothing, Earthquake, right? Next thing you know, she still got the spatula in her hand sitting next to me. I said, ain't you cooking? Like I told you. So that lets you know that what you are doing is relatable. It also can make people stop what they're doing. It grabs their attention and also forces them. Because you are a force, my brother. You are a comedy force. And that force is such positivity that you go, wow, he's special. That's what my response is. Now tell me what America's response because you're doing 5,000 seizures now. It's overwhelming and you can see it when you know as a comic when you walk in clubs and 
I'm talking about mainstream clubs. Right. You know what I mean? The comedy <laughs> store, the improv. How you doing, Quaker? Can we do something for you? Uh, you know? And, and you know, uh, our Caucasian counterparts come to you and say, you know, I took, for me, I don't know about you, I love competing against men with our Caucasian comedians to let them know that we don't, because they think we need some of them, not saying all of them. Some the, the, the stigma is that we need to cuss. We right. don't have, we don't write. Right. Our, you know, it's urban. And I'm right. like, no, man. No, 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 no. I'm gonna show you how we do it. We right. we can we compete at the highest level of the highest level intellectually. Right. And when it was being accepted from I mean, every comedian, no matter what's your nationality, that's in this field is telling you this is the greatest thing that they ever seen. It was just rewarding. And it's always been rewarding. I love my fans to, to death. They are my number one supporters. But the grat- I really find a, a special gratitude and um, humility when it's come from the peers, such as persons such as yourself. Because you have always been honest with me. You came to me and said, hey, man, you don't need to say that while you, um, when we was doing different shows together. Mm. Don't cuss on that. Don't right. do this. This is how you need to do it. And I've always took your advice, and I always appreciate your advice. And I always, it felt good when I, I received your approval because you have always been a student of the game. My man, so, I appreciate those compliments. But more important, I appreciate you taking the time and coming on Monday Making Conversations Masterclass. You are a beast. You are somebody. Please tell me when you when the tickets go on sale so I can put it on my social media and make that announcement on my newsletter that goes out to 108,000 people because you are a winner, brother. And I love you, brother. Thank you, Earthquake. I love you more, man. And keep doing what you're doing, man. And you owe me a meal because I'm tired of looking at all your <laughs> pictures of all this food you cooking. I be gaining weight. I said, I got to come in and get some of it. Some of them desserts, man. I look at it, I'm ready. So when I get down to H-Town, where you at, I'm knocking on your door. Well, you know, tell your beautiful wife I say hello. Okay, I thank you, brother. And stay strong, okay? Appreciate you. If you want to hear Appreciate any of CNN's interviews or Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. 